Hello and welcome to Behind the Scoop with Mark. This is the podcast from Scoop Empire and it's Sunday. On the podcast today, I speak to the biggest fashion stylist and costume designer in the region, Yasmin Issa. She's currently working on the Ramadan series Suits as well as other things, and recently worked with the actress Amina Khalil on a shoot for Vogue. She'll be talking about that and telling us a few behind-the-scenes secrets and much, much more. And she's absolutely lovely. She doesn't do a lot of interviews, so it's really nice to speak to her today. But first, let's start with some news from our region. And a tanker carrying 750 tonnes of diesel fuel from Egypt to Malta sank on Saturday. This was because of bad weather just off of Tunisia. The tanker was travelling from Dumyot, the Egyptian port, to Malta when it got into difficulties in bad weather. Thankfully, the seven crew are all fine. There were no casualties. Meanwhile, in Egypt, many people talking about the price hikes at the pumps, which took place on Friday. This was after the committee responsible reviewed the price of the dollar against the Egyptian pound and also the global market for crude oil as well. That meant 25 piastres being added to the price of gas. And in the world of sport, of course, Tunisia have qualified for the World Cup next year in Qatar. And they have received an official invitation from the Saudi Federation for them to host the first Tunisian national team camp in Saudi Arabia in preparation for participation in the 2022 World Cup. Great news for Tunisia. You can find that story and many others on scoopempire.com. In just a few moments, I'm going to be speaking to the fashion stylist, Yasmin. Isa. It is Behind the Scoop with Mark. And my guest today, Yasmin Issa, is a fashion stylist to the stars who dreamt of working on shoots for Vogue and now does exactly that. We'll be talking about working on the new series Suits shortly. But Yasmin, hello and welcome. Hi, how are you? Hope you're well. Very well. Thank you very much for joining us on the podcast. Now, I hear you were just telling me before that you don't normally do interviews. Um, what made you do this one? Um, Sabrina. <laughs> yeah, Sabrina from Scoop Empire. She has this way of, of getting people to do Sabrina's <laughs> my friend. So, uh, so, I, I, so no is not really an option. You've been mentioned on this podcast uh, quite a few times already by different guests. One of them. Really? Yeah, one of them called you Mary Poppins. And, and I'll tell you no, who that was. who was that? I'll tell you who that was in just a little while. But uh, yes, Mini, you're, you're a fashion stylist. You're an amazing costume designer, probably, uh, not even probably, the biggest thing in the Middle East uh, in that field. Um, was that where you intended to be? Did you think that you would do that well? Did you always want to be uh, doing what you're doing now? I think I did because when I was uh, a kid, I used to subscribe in all the magazines and then keep putting like post-it notes on the shoot uh, pages and and my mom didn't really get what I was doing uh, I I, th- I remember one day I told my mom uh, I'm just putting the post-it notes so uh, so I know what to do when I style Vogue I was like in, I was in school so there was <laughs> there was no Vogue <laughs> I was I was always I mean I always I always loved it yeah from day one. And did you mean that when you said that to your mom? I was hopeful, not j- joking with hope. <laughs> I can say I, I I didn't believe it can happen. And it has happened uh, for you many times over. What were the big yeah. things, projects that you were involved in that you think were the ones that put you up there? Various things, actually. Um, not only covers, but shoots. Uh, 
my videos with Vogue, um, my Vogue family are just amazing. They're, uh, they really like trust um, my vision and um, uh, the editor-in-chief Manuel is uh, just phenomenal. Of course, some of the projects and campaigns that I did, like Azza Fahmi, etc. The Azza Fahmi transformation, uh, actually, it was a transformational campaign, the first one. The GQ uh, uh, for uh, for Malik. I mean, various projects. When you were flicking through Vogue, was it the outfits, the style that you were drawn to? Or was it also that fashion world and the glitz and the glamour of it? Did that appeal to you? No, it's actually the the style and the art direction and everything. The glitz and glamour uh, are are not me. You, you you would rare you would rarely see me like uh, anywhere actually. Um, <laughs> I, I, I anywhere, yeah. I, so, so I was thinking that so, because our interview we, we were doing it over the 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 weekend, and it was going to be a Thursday, then it was Friday, then it was Saturday, and I was and I was thinking. Surely she must be at some event. Surely you must be out on a Thursday night no, or something. No, I know it's Ramadan. Yeah, so you're working in those things. You don't go. Yeah, I'm working. I'm never at an event. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm usually out with my friends, but like, and you know, on Instagram, like the the, the events, yeah. like uh, the suhoor or the fitar or the, I don't. No, no, no. I'm never there. Uh, <laughs> I think I'm not. Yeah, I'm. I, I'm not. I'm not the spotlight person. But you've become somewhat of a a celebrity for what you do, celebrity is an awful word, I know, uh, but well-known for the, your success uh, in your own right. Did you ever expect that? Is that something that's new for people uh, who are fashion stylists in this region? No, I didn't expect it. Uh, I'm, I'm the sort of person who prefers to, um, I like to let my work speak for me. Uh, rather than post pictures of myself doing absolutely nothing. Um, so I like to be, I, I mean, I like to just work and and do my thing. And if people like it, then I'm very grateful. And if not, then I have something to uh, learn from in the future. It, it seems to be in the past, but the nastier parts of uh, the fashion world. Um, and it used to be seem, seemingly men. Uh, it, the male fashion designers were all, all the big thing, weren't they, the, back in the day? The Versaces and the Jean-Paul Gaultiers. It was all very much a diva-ish sort of thing. And I was speaking to Lama Judy, the fashion designer, not long ago on the podcast, and she said that it's changed a lot. And those kind of people have gone away from the industry and women have come forward and women are actually supporting each other. Uh, in this industry now, and that's a change. Uh, would you agree with that? Yeah, I do. Uh, we have a lot of talented uh, women, actually. And I did style the cover of Vogue uh, several times. But for one of the um, cover shoots, I I did a shot that was uh, head-to-toe Egyptian women designers. I remember the shoes, the outfit, the scarf, the jewelry. Everything was designed by Egyptian women. You must have worked with some monsters, perhaps in the early days, those kind of people who who were divas and were very difficult to work with. Uh, and it seems like that kind of attitude has has sort of subsided a little bit in the world of entertainment. Is that true? Is that just a perception? Uh, is it still difficult sometimes to work with certain people or did they just stop getting jobs? No, it's still very difficult working with certain people. Some people are just difficult to work with. I mean, they I mean, they want to interfere in every single detail. They don't let you do your job. So it's kind of like, why am I here? Because I'm not just a person who gets clothes and comes uh, without thinking. You know what I mean? Just picking something up from H&M there. on the way. Just like, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Sticking it yeah, in the yeah, bag. Not, not me, not me. <laughs> Were you always 
a fashionable person. Uh, apparently, I'm told, yeah, that I have a, a fashionable <laughs> style or something. I did have, I always had fashion faux pas, yes. Uh, and I still have you. stuff that I look at when I was younger, uh, like pictures of, um, <laughs> of me wearing certain like outfits that were trendy then, but now are disasters. That's not me. <laughs> I didn't do that. <laughs> it's photoshopped. Um, Amina Khalil. Amina Khalil was uh, on the podcast with her lovely mom. And I, who, 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 I, I, I didn't catch the name. Sorry, uh, Amina Khalil. You might have heard of her. Oh, she Am- did... Amina, my love. <laughs> Amina, <laughs> I'm creating a series uh, of me and Amina uh, and our adventures when we work together. Oh, I realized that I have a couple of videos, and maybe I should do like a reality TV show of me and Amina. <laughs> now she had so many wonderful things to say about you. I. I've never looked into the world of fashion, but when I was going to be speaking to Amina, I looked at the the Vogue video that you'd done and that piece, and I was absolutely mesmerized and blown away by what you created together. Uh, And I was asking Amina about that, and that's when she said that you are a genius. Uh, And she says, you're like Mary Poppins. You've always got everything sorted, and you keep calm, uh, and uh, and you're just an amazing person to work with. Are you calm? Oh, that's, that's, that's super nice. Amina was basically saying that because of people like you and the other creators in the team, and the fact that you've worked together several times before, makes it a very calm and fun environment. Is it fun to do? Do you get stressed? I do get extremely stressed. I love I love Amina to bits. Actually, there are a million reasons why Amina is amazing to work with number one she's um she likes to take like a chance she she likes to explore and experiment she's a wonderful human being on the inside she's fun she's uh, she's uh, kind she's she's just she's just amazing she's wonderful and she lo- she loves to experiment with fashion so every time i sit and think because i i designed a lot of the stuff in the video it was like a mood board that i put together even the stuff that i pulled uh, that was ready was also like cohesive in a way or related to the scene and i'd be like amina you know i want to put something i'd i'd stare at the ceiling and then i'd stare at her and then i'd be like i want to put this wig this crystal wig on your hair okay she wouldn't think i'm crazy no she she she'd be happy <laughs> she'd be like Yes, let's do it. You trust each other. You know, she's there for fashion and for fun and to enjoy. And this is what she does. And this is why she does it perfectly and pulls it off. And this is why she's a thrill to work with, to be honest. Is that the ideal kind of set? And is it rare? I mean, with with Vogue and Shoots, I haven't experienced uh, someone who was not very... uh, supportive. It happens to me mostly outside when I have an ad or something with a celebrity or something. It, it, that that that's that's the nightmare, the real nightmare. When you're working for an ad or something like that, do you approach it differently to when you're uh, doing something like the Vogue uh, shoots? One hundred percent different because there's a brief that you receive from the director. It's not my head entirely, which the director obviously shares with the agency and the client, and then they give it to me, and then I create a mood board according to that brief. And it has to be obviously uh, modest in a way because it's going to be on TV and uh, there's a color palette. I mean, there are a lot of guidelines and restrictions because there are a lot of parties involved, such as the client and the director and everyone else. And there's also the the Egyptian TV involved. And it's no, it's it's very, very different. It's extremely different. It's a different world. Well, it sounds like uh, hell on earth, to be honest. <laughs> the ads pay the money, but the editorial is happiness. Yeah. Well, one of the big shows that's on at the moment, um, Suits, 
Uh, we had Tara Ahmed uh, on our first podcast a few weeks ago. Who's lovely, isn't she? She's lovely, Tara. Tara is my girl. She my, uh, I, I adore her. She's fabulous. Uh, but you've done you've done Saba Mubarak's costume, is it right? For yeah, us? Saba Mubarak only. Yes, correct. I mean, obviously, suits. People have to dress very stylishly. What made them come to you for that particular one? I really have no idea. Um, I was told that I was um, I'm requested to do Saba's outfits. Um, it was um, yeah after she shot twenty percent of her role, and I'm still doing it as we speak. Um, it's it, we're going to be shooting until the end of, Ramad- of Ramadan. But I was contacted by the production from Suits uh, for Saba, um, as I was I was requested by Saba, and I'm so so happy to be doing it because uh, it's um, it's for Saba and. Uh, the location is fun. The people are very nice. Um, the crew is amazing. Um, everything's great uh, about it, to be honest. I mean, I'm happy people are seeing it. And uh, I'm happy that people are even commenting on Saba's outfits with, uh, because I spend my, my days and nights on, on, on set. So it's paying off. With Ramadan series, what is it, Yasmin Isa? Because you know you're in the business. Why do they insist on all of them not finishing them before Ramadan starts? And they leave it to the last minute, and then it was a big rush. Is that does I that make it more creative? Like, <laughs> can you help me? I mean, I really need someone to answer this question. Was Ramadan a surprise? <laughs> yeah. Was the date a surprise for everyone? Did they not know when Ramadan was going to start? Yeah. Why? Why do I have to be shooting until the twenty? And then and that's not the only <laughs> thing I'm doing. I'm doing other stuff. Yeah. So and and please note that I don't know when I'm on again because I could be on tomorrow. I go for shoot for like maybe twenty hours. Wow. From the twenty-four hours. I and, hope they do nice things. refreshments though. They, they they must have nice catering. I mean, yeah, they do bring fatar and everything. Then they honestly they bring us fatar from wherever we want. After that, it's a couple of hours and then it's sahur. <laughs> so of course, just, that it, wouldn't it, be the case if they finished it before Ramadan. It's exactly. So I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why it happens. I don't know why we will be shooting until the last day of Ramadan, which is what I heard. I was devastated and scared. <laughs> <laughs> because not every single scene is finished I mean sometimes they run late so if I had the schedule uh, I mean accurately I would be able to sort things out but the problem is that I don't know <laughs> <laughs> we'll all do a vote that Yasmin Issa takes over television for 2023 and gets all the Ramadan shows out the way and filmed uh, by February oh my god I don't think <laughs> imagine <laughs> imagine 2023 me doing all the shows until until I eat I'd be dead. <laughs> so after Ramadan, what is next? Because this is going to be a mad thing till the end of Ramadan with suits and other projects. Uh, what's coming for Yasmin? Is Can you give us any clues for the summer? No, I can give you for May. Uh, well, I can say I can say one word: Vogue. Okay, Vogue. Like it, yeah, that's like it. it. Now, if you do something for for, uh, I was going to say QT, then GQ, QT. This is how much I know about fashion. Do Vogue, <laughs> do Vogue get jealous? Do they say, "What are you doing, doing something no, for another magazine"? Not at all. Actually, I remember that I was was once with the with the, the editor in chief, and I was, uh, uh, I mean, asking him as a friend his opinion about doing another shoot, and he's like, "Of course, do it. It's very good for you. You have to do it." And you seem like someone who enjoys working. Do you get lost? Do you, do you feel a bit lost if you have a week off, or you have to sit by a pool, or or you plan to relax? Trust me. 
I will not feel lost if I have that week off. But tell me when I'll have it so I can go on <laughs> vacation. I mean, to, 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 to take a Christmas break, okay, I had to keep on postponing my trip. I wanted to go see my brother in the States. I had to keep postponing my trip and, until I was about to hit New Year's. <laughs> so I was like, wow. no, that's not going to work. I need to book my tickets. I booked and I left. WhatsApp, <laughs> WhatsApp, WhatsApp, WhatsApp. Everyone's looking for me. So if I have a week off, no, I'm not going to be lost. I will know exactly <laughs> where to go. Please, uh, when I do have that week off, I'm going to sure give you a call. <laughs> yeah, you let us know. We'll all have a celebration uh, that you get a rest. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely. Well, well, excited to see Vogue in May and what's happening, and very excited to see what's coming next throughout the summer. Good luck with suits. I hope it hasn't been too painful for you, Yasmin. You've been a wonderful guest. No, of course it wasn't. It was actually fun. You're wonderful to talk to, and uh, I'm uh, very happy we did that. And it was actually very uh, easy, and yeah. I felt very comfortable. Thank you. <laughs> well, lovely. Well, I'm glad that you did, and thank you so much for joining us on the podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you, Mark. Thanks, Million. Fashion stylist Yasmin Issa. How lovely was she? So nice of Yasmin to take the time to speak to us on the podcast. If there's someone that you think we should be speaking to and would like to hear from, then get in touch with me, Mark at scoopempire.com, and join me tomorrow for another Behind the Scoop. <laughs>